This is an ode to blackness, to black women, to vulnerability and to visibility. And in the words of one of my heroes, the resilient and prolific Miss Audre Lorde, I have come to believe over and over again that what is most important to me must be spoken, made verbal and shared, even at the risk of having it bruised or misunderstood. That the speaking profits me beyond any other effect. I am standing here as a black woman, and the meaning of all that waits upon the fact that I am still alive and I might not have been. This is a platform to magnify the voices of the ignored and the unheard. So please join me on my journey of speaking up and speaking truth. This is Speak, and I am Kaya Coleman. Hello, you guys. Welcome back to Speak. Um, it's mad hot, so ignore me if I'm pausing, but I had to turn my fan off so that y'all could hear, and I'm sweating. It is really gross. <laughs> it's mad hot. But welcome back. Um long time no speak as I say every episode because I just be moving on my own time to be honest with you and record whenever I feel motivated and I felt very motivated for this some odd reason so today I feel like I have words to say um I wrote a post on my blog about um self-love what was that last week and I posted it on my actual like personal Instagram because I feel like self-love is super important to talk about, and my personal Instagram gets a lot more traction. Um, so basically, the gist of it was, I feel like we, we learn self-love in a way that is very, like, basic um, and a little shallow. And I don't think we actually get into the depths of what it means to take care of yourself. And so when you hear self-love, it's like, you typically hear, like, oh, like, do a face mask, like go do some yoga or buy yourself something nice or smoke a blunt or whatever it is that is self-care to you and you don't actually hear about like work and, and shadow work and things you need to do to actually fully love yourself and so I titled the post radical self-love because I feel like that is more so my speed of things um so I just googled what the word radical meant and um like the etymology of it and it's from the late 14th century. It's a Latin word, obviously, like almost everything. Um, and it's originating in the root or ground of body or fluids vital to life. From Latin, radicalis. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right because I don't speak Latin, which means of or having roots. Um, and I think that's, I thought that was crazy because I started this podcast a year ago now. And it was... The like little saying I was I put is healing, grounding, and unlearning. Not realizing like grounding is tied to being radical, um, and then also I put a lot of work in for like balancing my chakras. And so I posted a picture actually, um, because when I got my shock my aura read, on well not read like the aura picture because I don't get readings, but the aura picture I got it in June and it was like pink, blue, purple, a little white. Um, which is like obviously not all the chakra colors and I was a little bit upset so I started really focusing um, and doing a lot more inner work um, and then I got my new aura picture and I had greens which is really what I wanted it's like that's the heart chakra a lot of purple blue and white which is great for spirituality your third eye that throat chakra I had some orange which is awesome for your sacral energy and then I had a lot of red and red is the color of your root chakra um, and I just thought that was crazy how root 
and grounding just keeps coming up for me. And so when I wrote this post, I had to really think about what it meant to be grounded. Um, and that's how I'd like to practice my radical self-love. So it's really hard because loving yourself is mad difficult, even though you would think love is like a natural thing. And I don't, I've changed, I guess, in my, my understanding of what love is and the way that I show myself that. So I guess I could address that first. So when I think of what love is, um, I love asking people what they think love is because it's so interesting to hear everyone's definitions. And I think our society, for the most part, usually discusses love in the sense of like romance and physical attraction as opposed to love as like balance, acceptance, transparency, like structure, that type of love. And I think when you look at love, as I look at it, the way I just stated, it's a more fully encompassing way to view love um, because it also includes romance and it includes physical affection and it can include all of those things. But love itself, I don't think is purely romantic, like romantic. I think it has to be deeper than that. And because of that, I also think that love is something that Although it's a natural thing to crave, I don't think it's a natural thing to know how to give. And there are so many people in this world that desire love so much, but they actually can't give it to themselves because they've never been taught how to give it. And so because they don't give love to themselves, it's like how on earth are they going to give love to other people? It just is impossible to do. And I think because we like overuse love and we use it in a way that really doesn't encompass what it's supposed to be, we think that we've been scorned by this idea of love that never was love. And so a lot of people are saying things like, fuck love, or like, ugh, I hate that, or whatever it is, right? Because of an experience they had where they thought they were in love. Um, and it's crazy because you should definitely read the book um, All About Love by Bell Hooks because she does a really great example of like breaking down why you probably have not actually experienced love. and. It's crazy because where you're supposed to experience love in your life at first is at home, right? And I'm so blessed to have experienced genuine love for my parents. Like, they put in so much inner work to be able to be parents, and you could tell that they both wanted to be parents and put everything into that. And I experienced love in the fullest sense. But there's some people whose parents believe that love was just, like, putting a roof over their head or, like, making sure they had something to eat not checking on them emotionally, not caring about them, gaslighting them, ignoring them, abusing them. But, oh, I paid for this. You're in school, so that's love, right? And I think we get into these cycles where the people that are supposed to love us the most can't love because they haven't been taught it. And so then we go out into the world seeking like a half-assed version of what we think love is. And then we're disappointed when we don't get it the whole time, like we weren't seeking the right thing. And I know for me, because I have received genuine love, I'm very able to see when it is and when it isn't. And I crave love. I love to give love. I love to receive love. I think that is so beautiful. I think that's such a powerful thing. And there's just so much. Everyone does things either out of love or the desire to have it, right? And I just think that there's so much power in that because it's so universal. So I had to really like think about what is love for me? How do I show it? for myself first 
And then how do I then show it to other people? And I'd found myself in situations where I would like put so much love out and not receive it back. And younger me, lower vibrational me, thought of that as like, oh my gosh, I'm not worthy of receiving love. Oh my God, like there's so many things that are wrong with me because this person can't love me. Without realizing like, this person doesn't know what love is if it hit them in the face. Like they can't love themselves. So how are they supposed to love you? And it's like, even with romantic relationships, I used to find myself like craving love so much, right? And wanting to give all this love to other people. And then I was also in the same hand neglecting myself and not providing that same space of love for me. And it's like, you can't give outward at all in any way in a genuine and good way if you don't do it within for yourself. Um, and so when it comes to this love journey, I really do think that it starts at self-love because the only way out is through, right? Like you have to start within in order for you to be able to give outwardly. And the cool thing about that is like, we're all part of a collective consciousness. We all think the same things, whether we all experience the same things as well. It's not maybe like verbatim, like we're not experiencing the exact same situations, but we're experiencing the same emotions, the same thoughts, the same feelings, it's, it's all a part of it. And so when you think of it that way, it becomes easier to love yourself because it becomes easier to accept yourself, right? When you stop thinking of yourself as like an outlier or as a problem or as like, what the fuck is wrong with me? <laughs> and you just see yourself as you, <laughs> it becomes a lot easier to start practicing love because you have to accept yourself first. And I think that was my hardest thing is like, I wanted other people to accept me so bad because I didn't accept myself. And that is something that I know a lot of people struggle with, especially a lot of people that are, come from like marginalized communities. Black women especially, we get a lot of bullshit, black men too. Um, but in terms of like abusive relationships and like our appearance and just hypersexualization, all these things kind of like tie into our incorrect understanding of what love is and what it's supposed to be. So when it comes to this self-love journey, I would say the first step is really to spend time with yourself. Like, when I tell y'all I removed myself from, like, any sort of potential romantic, like, anything, I just, like, no. <laughs> Newser. And I just was by myself. And it's scary to some people. I don't know. I like being by myself. I've, I like who I am. So, like, I'll be having a blast with just me, to be honest with y'all. Um, but some people are uncomfortable with themselves, which is why they're always in relationships, because they don't want to have to deal with who they are. So the first step is really having to deal with who you are um, and to take some time and just to learn you, right? There's so many things that happen on a daily basis, and you have to respond in a way that, like, protects you or in a way that keeps you afloat in society, not necessarily in a way that you want to respond. And so it's really hard sometimes to understand who you are as a person because... There's so much outside influence and so many things that are like controlling the way that you have to exist. And so what I would recommend is meditation. I know people don't like sitting still or whatever, but literally just sitting down outside, shoes off in the sun, like touching the dirt. That's what grounding is. Like go outside, take your shoes off because you actually need to do this as a human. You need to photosynthesize, especially as a human with melanin. So go outside. Put your feet in the ground, sit there, and just literally allow yourself to think. You don't even have to think. Just allow yourself to be, and you'll start to get clarity. Like There are thoughts that are passed through your head, 
emotions will start to pass through. Like, you'll just... It's a crazy experience, but you really will get so much clarity with just sitting with yourself. And when you do that, you start to learn yourself, and you start to learn exactly who you are and what you're meant to be doing. Um, and when you do that, it makes you want to look at the way you're entering the world and the way that you're being treated and received in the world. And so I started to look at my own relationships after that, and I was like, yo, I give so much to so many people, and so many people don't give me shit in return. And I had to start thinking, like, because I, I'm naturally I'm a very like loving person, and so I be letting niggas slide a little too much. Um, and so then when I sat and I looked at these relationships and I couldn't find reciprocity, all like my as you can imagine because I'm do I do things like this and I give advice and I guess I don't know people just always want something that's like usually the basis of how the relationship starts not relationship romantic but just even friendship like especially Cornell that's why I couldn't wait to get out of there because most of those people just wanted me to help them get letters <laughs> and that shit is just <laughs> it's sad um and because of that a lot of my relationships just were not reciprocal like they just were so yeah, it just wasn't giving anything. And so, number one, I just started, like, removing myself from those relationships. Like, if I don't talk to you, it's pretty obvious why. And doing that helped me to really see that, like, number one, I was adding value in those relationships. And I clearly wasn't getting in return anything in return because life has been actually smoother since releasing some of those relationships. And when you know who you are it's easier to know what you're worth and what you deserve. And I had to stop existing in places that were below what I am. You know what I mean? So people had to go. Things had to go. And when you start this radical self-love journey, you'll see people will leave your life. Like you will, once you, once you elevate, you can't, you just can't bring everybody, right? Let's say you're on a plane, like you cannot bring all that baggage. It is going to come down. And that's the same thing with your life. Like, once you start to get to a certain place, you'll start to see that there are certain people that just really cannot ride the wave. Not because they're not good people, but they're just operating on a different frequency. And lowering yourself to match the other people around you is only going to hurt you more and stop you from being able to fully love and accept all that you are because you're limiting yourself. So that was a really, really hard lesson that I had to go through and figure out myself. But hopefully these words will help you avoid that <laughs> in your own life because that is so crucial. And when you start to evaluate those relationships and you see what you're supposed to be doing, how you're supposed to be treated, it kind of takes away those feelings of unworthiness because you've like unlimited that or eliminated that, not unlimited. <laughs> um, and then in realizing that also, it's like, I don't know, I just see people as they are. And so when people can't reciprocate, I know that it's also because like they're not doing the same for themselves. And that was how it was just in general. Like if you're not providing the things you want in life for you, then like how do you expect that to come at all? And that's just, even with like romantic relationships where I'll see people say like, oh, I need a, a person with six figures. Like, do you have six figures? <laughs> So how are you expecting to get that? You can't chase, right? It's about maintaining and attracting. So if you're naturally on a six-figure level, it should be quite easy to find that six figures you're looking for. If you're naturally operating on high vibrations, you should attract high vibrational things. And so you have to really take a look at like 
your life and see what is around me right now. Why am I attracting these things? What is going on? And if you're attracting it, that means that you're operating at the same frequency. That's the only way you can attract things. And so I have to really take a look at these relationships that weren't reciprocal and notice that, hmm, if I'm attracting a lack of reciprocity, I must be creating that as well. And I was because I was not doing any of these things for myself that I was doing for everybody else in my life. And I promise y'all, the moment that I was like, you know what, (laughs) fuck (laughs) y'all, it's about me, everything got so much better. All of of the fakeness is out of my life and that just feels so good to know. All of the like negativity or the things that were bringing me into a bad place, I just release them. And all of a sudden, the quality of life improves. And so that's another thing why, another reason why I want people to take self-love in a radical sense because it's like you actually have to take charge. Love is something that we crave naturally, but it's not something that you can do without intention. And so in being radical, you have to actually like act on it and really ground and really center yourself and focus on wanting to love and accept yourself fully. And after you do this, you'll see that like it's just you can no longer accept bullshit. You can't accept things that are below you. And if you do, every time you do, you're compromising being your best self. And there's nothing in this world worth that. And it's hard. It's not going to be as easy as it seems. Um, Because, like I said, this has been like a year and a half of, like, doing this intentionally. And, I mean, it's pretty obvious in my life the way that it has shown. Like, I just think I'm a much brighter, much more vibrant person, much more confident, much more, like... I just really don't give a fuck anymore. And that's helped everything become so much easier because it's like, I don't really care about the judgment or or a need for acceptance or a need to be desirable because I really do believe that I am everything. (laughs) All of those things that I want other people to do for me, I'm doing for me. So I don't really need that anymore. And when you do that and you kind of take back control, it's it's a very powerful experience. And it causes you to stop circulating your entire idea of of self-worth based off of other people and how they perceive you and how they're willing to give to you right because it really joy and and self-love all those things really do have to come from within it has to be an internal spark and if it isn't you'll find yourself chasing things all the time until you get there and that's why one of the lessons that I put I posted something that's like lessons of 22 and one of those is maintain and attract like, that's it. That's really how life works. Everything that you want is feasible if you're operating the way that you're supposed to. And I think self-love is, is the first way to be able to just start this journey of understanding that you're limitless. Because that is such a hard concept to get through your head. Like, all of these things that society has told you you have to be, you have to do, you have to experience. It's literally not true. <laughs> like, you literally create. You have the power to... Every single day you wake up, you can create the reality that you want. If you want to have a bad day, you're going to have a bad day. <laughs> if you want to have a day where all you do is complain, then go ahead and go complain. Like, it's just... We put so much power into other people. And once I started putting that same power back into myself, I just saw my life start to transform. And I'm nowhere near where I want to be at all. Like, I just... Oh, there's so much. I can't wait. <laughs> there's so much coming. Um, but... I do have that like thought in my head like every morning like this is I'm about to make this day mine <laughs> like wake up meditate 
this is what I'm doing for the day. Like, this is what I want to accomplish. This is how I want to feel. There's no way you can miss. Literally no way. Um, so, yeah, I think that's... I'm going to end it here because that's all I really have to say about self-love. But I really do want you guys to read, number one, All About Love by Bell Hooks. She does a great job um, at just breaking down what love is really not all of our fake definitions, because usually when people think of love, they think of lust or like some other type of bullshit that really isn't love or like a connection or like a, a trauma bond is usually what people think love is and it's not. And once we really discover the power of true love and genuine love, the world is just gonna be so much, so much better. So take some time for yourself, center, ground, evaluate your relationships for real, and stop accepting things that are beneath you. Like, come on. Like, you can't say that you're something and then go do things that are less than that. You can't say you're something and then accept the bare minimum. Are you a goddess? Not. Because if you are, operate in that. You know what I mean? Like, there's just, you really are the creator of your story. And taking back that power is so transformative. Um, so that's all I have to say right now. But thank you guys for listening this far. And if you hear my roommate screaming in the background, sorry. So I'm going to end it here. Bye.